Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Mark in the 12th chapter in the previous episode. Uh, we ended with one of the most profound verses, I think, in all of Scripture, where Jesus looked at a group of religious leaders who were trying to set him up, who were trying to entrap him, and the Sadducees. And he said this to them, Is this not the reason you are mistaken, that you do not understand the Scriptures, nor the power of God? I mean, uh, this, this is something that we see manifested on a daily basis if we really pay attention, okay? As a matter of fact, since our last, last episode, I've had an, an encounter with exactly this, that uh, a type of thing where uh, there's no understanding of the Scripture. Now, these religious rulers, they study the Scripture. They would know the Scripture, okay? They would know it. They could quote it to you, okay? Entire portions and books of it. They knew it but they didn't understand it. They didn't understand it. They didn't allow it to be applied in their life. They didn't know what was being said. And they did not understand or know the power of God. So let me go back and read what happened here because we, we need to be reminded of the context. Uh, I'm going to back up to verse 18 of Mark 12. Some Sadducees who say there is no resurrection came to Jesus and began questioning him, saying, now remember, they don't believe in resurrection. And they said this to Jesus, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves behind a wife and leaves no child, his brother should marry the wife and raise up children to his brother. There were seven brothers, and the first took a wife and died, leaving no children. The second one married her and died, leaving behind no children, and the third likewise. And so all seven left no children. Last of all, the woman died also. So here's a question. In the resurrection, when they rise again, which one's wife will she be? For all seven had married her, or as Matthew says, all seven had had her, you know, the way that they sort of came across here. And they were saying in the resurrection, they didn't believe in the resurrection. So they're throwing this in Jesus' face. Everybody knew that this was the religious uh, group that didn't believe in resurrection, that there would be life after death. But now they're asking a question about this life after this, death, and they're asking it from the perspective of the law. Okay, saying, okay, this hypothetical situation, they followed all the way through. The brothers did what they were supposed to do. So whose wife is she going to be in the resurrection? In other words, if there really is a resurrection and we all live, then which one will she be? So they're trying to trip him up on whether he believed what the law says, whether he believed what the Word of God said, whether he believed in the resurrection, which would divide him among certain portions. Some portions did, some portions didn't. Jesus' response, as always is the case, is absolutely brilliant because it's spirit-ledness from God. And he says this, Is this not the reason you are mistaken? So he tells them from the very beginning, you are mistaken. And here's how you're mistaken that you do not understand the Scripture, nor the power of God. And then he's about to explain, you know, their hypothetical right here and why it's wrong. But let me just again emphasize so much, folks, because it is so prevalent within the body of Christ today to know the Scriptures, to know the power of God, 
to understand the scripture and understand the power of God and experience it. Uh, we have such a dearth of that. And it's so, it's, it's so frustrating, you can tell, <laughs> by the way I keep going on about it. But people will sit there, and they will claim to be people of the Word. And they'll say, oh, yeah, we believe the Bible. We believe the Bible. Yeah, yeah. But they won't read it. We believe the Bible, but they won't study it. We believe the Bible, but they won't seek to understand it. Even from the teaching platforms and from the pulpits, they won't even read it. They'll sit there and say, oh, uh, yeah, this is one of my favorite stories right here, one of my favorite stories. But then we'll not share it with the body, but then we'll talk about portions of it and hit and miss here and there and talk about what they want and just chase rabbits everywhere and we'll do everything other than deal with the Word of God. Okay? And, you know, and you kind of thing when you try to draw it to their attention, that, oh, no, no, I don't do that, I don't do that. Yes, you do. Just listen to people. And I'll tell you where it really gets sad. Okay, where it really gets sad is that people will think that this is great teaching and they'll think it's great preaching because what are we warned about? It's the tickling of the ears, folks. It's the tickling of the ears. I recently had this happen, okay, where uh, someone that I've known for many, many years and they profess to be a believer. And you know what? I think they are a believer. And they were raised, they're a, uh, 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 a pastor's child, okay, and they are advanced in age now, okay. And they heard a message that was a lot like this right here, just sort of skimming around and beating around. And yes, you know what? It was a long passage that was being considered that day. And you really needed to read the whole passage. It's okay to read 20 verses publicly, by the way. Okay, the Bible tells us that we are to give heed to the public reading of the Word. Uh, but it wasn't read. You know, the last third of it was referred to. And then all of a sudden this stuff, yeah, well, earlier it said this and this, but, you know, we didn't read this. Earlier it said this. And then it was just uh, uh, roughly expressed what had happened uh, with a part of it true, but huge elements of truth just absolutely ignored. So that was sort of what had happened. Well, this elderly gentleman came up and said, that was just amazing. I had never heard anything. I hadn't heard about that account in the Scripture and that story. I know this guy has been in church close to 80 years, and he had never heard a foundational story out of the Gospels. I mean, foundational. You can't get much more foundational than one I, that, that we encountered. And yet, he had never heard of it. Now, the good news is this. He heard at least a portion of it this time. But it's really grieving my heart because I'm sitting there thinking, this is the fruit of this type of thing, to where we don't know the Scripture, we don't understand the Scripture. Therefore, there's no way we're going to experience the power of God when we refuse what God has given us in His Word. So let me just press on real quickly. Verse 25, Jesus said this, and He's talking about what the Sadducees had just brought up. For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. So what did Jesus mean by that? <laughs> okay. Well, angels in heaven, we don't see them marrying. Okay? There's no account of this in the Scripture. As a matter of fact, all the angels you see in Scripture are male angels. People say, well, they're female angels. I don't know. We don't see any in Scripture. Okay. But he says this, that when we rise from the dead, we're not going to be married and we're not going to be given in marriage. But then Jesus deals with what the real issue is, verse 26. But regarding the fact that the dead rise again, he's about to tell them you're dead wrong about the resurrection. And then he's going to give them an example from the Word of God, what I've been talking about. 
Regarding the fact that the dead rise again, Jesus says, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the burning bush, how God spoke to him saying, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. So here Jesus is again, he's quoting the Old Testament. He's quoting from Exodus 3. And he's saying, God said this, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. Then Jesus says this, he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, you are greatly mistaken. He's telling him you're dead wrong about the resurrection. Don't you know, realize when God spoke to Moses, he says, I am the God of Abraham. I am the God of Isaac. I am the God of Jacob. Not I was. I was. The I am means that they are still alive. Then Jesus says point blank. He is not the God of the dead. In other words, they are alive. They are with God right now. If they are alive and if they're with God right now, that means that there is erection. He says he's not the God of the dead, but God of the living. They're alive. And then he looks at them and ends with the same statement that he began with. You are mistaken. At the very beginning, he says, is this not the reason you are mistaken? At the end, he says, is this not the reason you are mistaken? Why are you mistaken? Because you do not understand the scriptures or the power of God. It's the biggest problem within the body of Christ today. It really, really is. If we deal with this, then everything else will fall into place. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.